Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. News, information, comment, opinion. Got a lot of that today. Call a friend. Tell him we're on the air and we'll do this in one minute. Just a touch of good news? Sure it is. When I came to believe in Jesus Christ's teachings, I ceased desiring what I had wished for before. The direction of my life, my desires became different. That was good and bad, changing places. Leo Tolstoy and remember, your faith rests not in what you are, or what you're going to be, or how you feel, or what you know, but in what Jesus Christ is, and in what He has done, and in what He is doing now in your life. Good stuff. And remember always, this is the day the Lord hath made, and we're to rejoice and be glad in it. What in the world is going on with... Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, it has both sides of the big pond upset. Netflix took a little break from their quirky serial dramas to drop the first of three episodes of its highly anticipated docuseries about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Did that this morning. It follows the couple from the early days of their relationship to the issues that ultimately led them to ditch the crown and come to America. The formerly full-time royal couple is also hoping that the series will serve as a cornerstone for their emerging media empire. Let's get rich. I mean, on this one alone, they made a hundred million dollars. What? She's out of there. Brittany Griner was arrested in February before the start of the Russia-Ukraine war for bringing in vape cartridges containing oils derived from cannabis through a Moscow airport as she was returning to America to play for the Basketball League. Ten months later, weeks before the Christmas holiday, she's now coming home for real. Greiner freed from a Russian penal colony on Thursday in a prisoner exchange for convicted Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. There you go. A Texas man with a gun is in custody now after he allegedly killed a repeat shoplifter who had attacked two female employees during yet another robbery. What happened in Dallas, Texas? They received a report about a shooting at a family dollar store in Oak Cliff. That's a subsection of Dallas that had had its fair share of violent crime. When police arrived, they discovered 26-year-old Philip Mebs lying on the ground, dead from an apparent gunshot wound, and the man who allegedly shot him, 47-year-old Kevin Jackson Sr., was still standing there. Witnesses then explained the series of events that led to Bet's death. Earlier that evening, a female assistant manager recognized this guy lurking in the store. She claimed that he had robbed the store before on several occasions, so she demanded that he return all the stolen items in his possession and leave. Well, you can imagine where this went from there. The thing that is so critical here is this guy's been charged. The customer who stopped all this, the attacks, has been charged with murder. Wow. Welcome to the new America. It happened in New York City. The mother of a 10-year-old boy arrested for allowing her son to get a permanent tattoo on his forearm. Crystal Thomas charged with endangering the welfare of a child after a school nurse discovered the son's new tattoo, his name there in large block letters. She reported school officials. Thomas faces up to a year in prison if convicted and her other two children taken away by Child Protective Services, the tattoo artist arrested. In New York, illegal for anyone under age 18 to get a tattoo. San Francisco after Elon Musk. Elon Musk 
after San Francisco. What's that all about? Well, he's fighting with the mayor there, getting a reality check over the city's investigation of his decision to put some bedrooms in the Twitter headquarters. He's violating some rules, but this is for office space only, not for living quarters, couldn't go against the code, etc. Yeah, they're investigating Musk and Twitter for potentially violating city building codes. We make sure that things are used as they're supposed to be, said Patrick Hannon, spokesman for the mayor. Musk responded Tuesday by highlighting the irony of San Francisco wasting time inspecting Twitter headquarters when the city overall is in total disarray. He directed his response to Mayor London Breed. So the city of San Francisco attacks companies providing beds for tired employees instead of making sure kids are safe from fentanyl? Where's your priorities? Must link this to a horrific story detailing how a 10-month-old baby girl died last week after having suffered an accidental fentanyl overdose while playing at a San Francisco park. The baby's tragic death under investigation. Doesn't she have enough problems already? A problem that has already become so severe in America's healthcare industry that a physician's group has launched a campaign demanding demanding that Congress intervene. It's flared up again. This time, it's affecting the life of a 14-year-old girl who needs a life-saving kidney transplant but has been refused medical care by Duke University because she is unvaccinated. There you go. And that situation has developed so often that the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons created an online process to allow Americans to email their members of Congress. The demand that transplant centers be legally prohibited from treating an individual as ineligible to donate or to receive an organ or assign a lower priority to an individual waiting to receive an organ if that individual has declined to receive a COVID-19 vaccine. And I've talked about this one month after month. Good grape, Charlie Brown. Find my gun. More news and stuff right after this important message let me ask you have you ever wished that maybe there was some kind of a 911 number that rang into heaven in a way there really is we all face situations that cause us to cry out to god for help right and he's filled our need by giving us a helper for all occasions even the disciples who had spent three years under jesus's personal teaching could not live successfully without divine aid that's why the Lord insisted they wait in Jerusalem for the Holy Spirit to come before they began sharing their faith. Jesus told them, It is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. You know, our Heavenly Father loves people so much that He promised an ever-present Helper in the person of the Holy Spirit. Are you one of those placed your faith in Jesus Christ? When you're in trouble or in need, we can call upon the Holy Spirit, indeed our 911 number to heaven, and be instantly connected to the power of our Heavenly Father. Oh boy, this is crazy. The emergence of artificial intelligence chat box that can complete students' assignments is going to lead to a crisis in learning, forcing educators to rethink schooling entirely. That, according to just one teacher, the introduction of the new AI technologies into schools that enable students to auto-generate essays has the capacity to blow up our entire writing education curriculum. 
it may make us have to rethink from the ground up, and that ultimately, I guess, could be a good thing. Something to just do your schoolwork? You don't have to do... This is crazy. Not sure how else to look at it. Donald Trump's unusually early announcement of a third presidential campaign was aimed, in part, at really clearing the Republican field here for 2024, but... Gee whiz, the first three weeks as a candidate has undercut that goal, highlighting his vulnerabilities and giving considerable ammunition to those in the GOP arguing to turn the page on him and get somebody new. Since emerging from the November election with a string of humiliating losses to show for his pretensions to be a midterm kingmaker, Donald Trump has stubbed his toe a few times. So what does the future hold? Who are you looking at? Is it really one in a million? Fighting back tears, Celine Dion shared a video to fans that she's been diagnosed with an incurable neurological disorder. Speaking out on Instagram, the 54-year-old Canadian said, as you know, I've always been an open book. I wasn't ready to say anything before, but I am ready now. I've been dealing with problems with my health for a long, long time, and it's been really difficult for me to face these challenges and talk about everything I've been going through. Dion then revealed that she's been diagnosed with stiff person syndrome, SPS, which she explained affects something like one in a million people, a rare autoimmune movement disorder that affects the central nervous system, the brain, and spinal cord. People with this condition, stiffening of the muscles in their trunk, over time, the development of stiffness and rigidity in the legs and other muscles in the body. Celine Dion. What else is going on? Jewel, uh -huh, let's do a little vaping here, has reached a deal to settle more than 5,000 lawsuits, many of which accuse the company of marketing its vaping products to kids and teens. You think? Germany arrested 25 right-wing extremists who were allegedly plotting to overthrow the government. San Francisco has decided now not to let police use robots to kill people after all. The city's Board of Supervisors is back to new policy allowing remote-controlled robots, but barring them from using any lethal force. And I don't know what it is. I continue to have trouble getting my mind around money paid to athletes. Example, before the start of the 2022 Major League Baseball season, Yankee slugger Aaron Judd, and he's very good, by the way, turned down the team's offer of $213 million over seven years. I'm worth more than that. Hey, get what you can, I guess. Believing he could increase his value, he was absolutely right. He signed a deal with the Yankees yesterday worth $360 million over nine years. Boosted his pay by $146.5 million. Going to make $40 million a year. Baseball season, about a million a week. The highest average annual payout for a position player in Major League Baseball history. Okay, who said that? The world will not be destroyed by those who do evil, but by those who watch them without doing anything. Albert Einstein. A suggestion for coffee drinkers? How to properly drink a Starbucks? Dump it out? Find a Dunkin' Donuts. I scored big, big points, at least with Facebookers. My wife has nothing to do with Facebook. No one ever knows what to get me for Christmas since I got everything I wanted when I married my Sharon many years ago. Okay. 
And then for dog lovers, the opportunity to love a dog and to treat it with kindness is an opportunity for a lost and selfish heart to be redeemed. They're powerless and innocent, and it's how we treat the humblest among us that surely determines the fate of our souls. Something to think about. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. So we at Hello World say thank you, thank you, thank you for your support, for telling others about the broadcast, for sharing news stories, for giving us things that we actually put on the air from so many of our Facebook friends. Lots of stuff happening on Facebook, which, by the way, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N, like us on Facebook. I want to be your friend. Thanks to this Christian radio station for well, giving us a half hour each day of their radio time. It's valuable, so we are honored. And uh, so many of you support us financially. We'd be in big trouble without you. You can do so. Just get in touch. Just go to gregpatton.com for details. Where are you, my friend? We haven't heard from you yet. Oh, it's a great life if you don't weaken, right? Love to share news, information, and comment from a Christian perspective. And and it's great telling you how to be saved and how to live the Christian life. Love Radio. Been at it since I was 12 years old. Gee, that's a long time. Hey, I guess what I'm trying to say is thank you for being a part. I know you have other things to do besides listening to Hello World. So the fact that you are here, the fact that many of you are helping us at Greg Pat Ministries, we just want to, you know what? I think I love you. Let me ask you today, do you know where you stand? What are we talking about? Woodrow Wilson once said, A nation which does not remember what it was yesterday does not know what it is today, nor what it is trying to do. Who was America yesterday? Abraham Lincoln believed that those nations only are blessed whose God is the Lord. That's Bible. In 1811, our Supreme Court stated, Whatever strikes at the root of Christianity tends to destroy civil government. That same body later concluded, Our laws and our institutions must necessarily be based on and include the teachings of the Redeemer. Now, when you think of all the nonsense going on today, somebody out there trying to eradicate the Bible, teachings of God, after you, Christian, you know it. So many saying, how backwoods are we in this country? We've got to include the teachings of God. We've traveled a long way since then, and our past has been essentially forgotten, unfortunately. But it's no accident that we are where we are today. We do not merely drift to this place of moral confusion. You don't just kind of slip and fall into it. No, no. We have been led here by indifference, by those that hate God by the cowardice of Christians in the face of evil today. In truth, until the dawn of the 20th century, America collectively believed that she was founded upon Christian principles. Sure we did. That's been stolen from us, or maybe we've just given it away. But the 1900s brought an onslaught against our faith that has shaken this country's foundation to the core to this very year. In 1920, John Dewey, the father of progressive education, declared, There is no God and there is no soul. There's no absolute moral code existing today, and therefore man must adjust his ethical standards according to his own judgment. His words 
eerily echo those written earlier by people living in the darkest ages of Israel's history. Read Judges chapter 7. Hey, here, look at verse 6. In those days, there was no king in Israel, and every man—we've arrived here again—every man did what was right in his own eyes. Isn't that shocking? Back then, the year I was born, in 1947, Justice Hugo Black erroneously interpreted Thomas Jefferson's letter assuring the Danbury Baptist Association that government would not institute a state religion. And this kind of created a wall of separation between church and state that has purged Christianity from virtually all civil influence in the world today, and that's a big problem. Ignore God and his word to your own demise. Isn't that correct, Christian? In 1962, the Supreme Court removed prayer and scripture from the public schools, stating that Bible reading in schools could cause oh, psychological damage to the students. And next, the Ten Commandments were stripped from the public square. We've watched this debate go on for the last couple of decades and see it removed from here and there and everywhere. Without evidence to convict us of God's presence in our lives, it's very easy to ignore the commands of today. How ridiculous the world has become. In many instances, how ridiculous the church has become today. Abortion, pornography, homosexual marriage, everywhere you want to turn, my friend, God is being diminished without our consent. His very existence is being erased from our midst, trying to do away with God. America's greatest enemy does not lie outside of our borders. In the past and even today, when I preach my media messages, that is the clue right there. It's not from without the enemy comes, it's from within. We are destroyed from within. Our complacency is destroying the United States of America. It is tempting when confronted by a formidable and determined foe, and there are many, to retreat from battle. I'm just tired of it. I'm going to quit. After all, what difference can one person make in the world today? For too long, God's people have not cared about our spiritual legacy. As Christians, we have a definite responsibility to reclaim our heritage and reestablish the foundations God ordained. We are commanded to be the salt and the light. Yep, he commands that for each one of us. How you doing? My friend, you know that freedom in Jesus Christ is a choice, and often we have old feelings of inadequacy and inferiority that we unwittingly carry over into our new relationship with God. He wants to cut us loose from the bondage created by a sense that we do not deserve any blessings today. However, we must choose freedom. Just as we chose to receive Jesus Christ, we cannot drift like that word. We cannot drift into freedom any more than we can drift into salvation or drift into evil, as we just talked about. The choice to be liberated from satanic enslavement begins a process that changes our way of thinking. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Make no mistake, embracing freedom will incur great pressure from Satan. Though he cannot steal our salvation, he certainly wants to ruin your witness by crystallizing any feelings of inadequacy in you. The first step after committing to freedom is abiding in the Scriptures. We meditate on God's Word to understand what He says and apply what we learn. 
That requires more than a quick reading and a busy schedule and a busy day. And secondly, we want to be confident of biblical truth, which clearly defines our position as a child of God. As that certainty fills your thoughts, your mind, your soul, Satan's lies there about your inferiority is going to shatter like a piece of glass. And finally, we can claim the truth that we have gleaned here. When we are confronted by situations that shake our confidence, we can rely upon new thought patterns based upon the Word of God. God declares that we reject thoughts of inferiority and replace them with the accurate self-image described in the Scripture. As His servant, as His ambassador, go for it. That's knowing the truth and choosing to live by it. You know, only God knows the depth of love that you have for Him. He said of King David, He is a man after my own heart. Isn't that some declaration? Acts thirteen twenty-two. Yet we know that David was a man of war. He lied. He had a man murdered and on at least one occasion committed adultery. How could God love such a man? Have you ever thought about it? I have many times. Better yet, how could God allow this man to rule over a nation like Israel? The answer is wrapped up in just one word, and we need to hear it more. It's called grace. Not ordinary grace, but God's grace, which is something we cannot earn on our personal merits. And despite his failures, David had a passionate love for the Lord. He could not help but love the one who gave him life and offered forgiveness for his sin. Though he failed many times, the desire of his heart was to love and obey God. And it was this love that both propelled King David to greatness and allowed him to petition his heavenly father when he was utterly undeserving. Great message, right? Jesus said, the one who comes... To me, I will certainly not cast out, John 6, 37. You ought to do that this Friday. For all eternity, God's love and patience has been fixed on you. No matter what you are or where you have been, His love reaches out to you. If you accept Him as Savior today, realizing that His atoning death paid the full debt of all of your sin ever, you can be saved today. The passionate love of God will fill your heart and you will receive the greatest gift of hope this world has ever known. Yeah, here's something. Most of you don't share, and I have been enjoying five grandchildren that we are guardians of, and, and I've just fallen in love with the one-year-old Jalea. Oh, she is such a doll. She just makes my day from the time I get up to the time I go to bed, and I've taken pictures of all these kids, a lot of pictures of her, by the way. And I mean about everything she does is just... Oh, it is so great. I got to tell you, Jalea is a doll, and, and here she is enjoying breakfast. Yeah, uh, her own kind of happy meal, if you will. And what I mean by that is she is always smiling. I can't believe it, no matter what. Well, incredible little child. I got to think again. She doesn't have a care of the world. She just is enjoying life. You and I should be the same, not a care in the world. God is in charge, my friend, of everything all the time. It's great to know that, isn't it? Yeah. And finally, I want to make sure I get this one right. Brain cells die. You'd agree with that. Skin cells die. Even your hair cells die. You know that. Well, here's an observation I haven't heard before. Fat cells, somehow they must have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior because they have eternal <laughs> eternal life. <laughs> That's it. Hello, world, for a Thursday. Come on, smile, it's a good medicine.
Tell friends about, hey, you want to hear past broadcasts last month, last year? Go to Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N dot com. Ever in Fort Wayne, Indiana, join me at the Cross. Love to have visitors here in the Summit City. And I'm very grateful you're on board and you're so helpful in prayers and giving. Listener supported. Hello, world. Well, that's it. That's it for a Thursday, December the 8th, 2022. I'm Greg Patton. God bless, and you enjoy the remainder of your day.